Blog Talk Radio. Evelyn. Bienvenidos a WEXP 88.3, donde lo hacemos mejor. Soy Evelyn Bernal y este es mi programa Entre Mujeres. Bienvenidos a WEXP 88.3. Bienvenidos a WNXP 88.3, donde lo hacemos mejor. Soy Evelyn Bernal y este es mi programa Entre Mujeres. And to some extent, honestly, I think guilt isn't really a bad thing. However, when the guilt that we feel as parents gets in the way of us parenting them and ends up doing more bad than good, I think that's when it becomes an issue with that or with any behavior in general. general. When it starts interfering with our daily life, with how they behave, with starts interfering especially with our personal life, then it's definitely an issue. So stay tuned. We're going to enjoy some cool, awesome music. And then after this little break, we're going to talk about parents who discipline out of guilt. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Yeah. Any kind of way 
appreciate if you said you wanna stay Cause I don't feel your experience, no real love Yeah, not the type of just tell you things cause it sound good Yeah, way different type of energy when we touch Hey, you don't need that much Tell me, can we get back, can we get back, can we get back Can we get back, can we get back, can we get back to how it used to be yeah. We done made a mess of things We done made a mess of things, yeah Tell me, can we get back, can we get back, can we get back Can we get back, can we get back, can we get back To how it used to be Ay. Baby, you're a luxury Ay. Yeah. How about I surprise you more, open your door Talk way less, be sure that you heard Hide my pride to make you smile Take you out more than once in a while that ass. That's cool if you want that, but my phone down, cause you hate that. Basic babe, no, you ain't that. Yeah, had some stormy days, sorry if we took a rain check. Hey, it's just not more important than how your day went. Hey, let's get a little bit closer, I'm digging your fragrance. Yeah, bad shots, bad boy, I know that's your favorite, get right. Good dream, pull up, turn the clock off, take time, but for that other shit, you mind. Look at is 
the parents, we tend to have like that blame factor. Most of us have that perception that if the child did something wrong or if the child made some decisions, sometimes it's tied back to the parents. So it's naturally, it's normal that we are going to feel some level of guilt, especially when we're having to to parent our children, to discipline our children. I will tell you that it takes some type of emotional maturity or some maturity of some sort to parent our children. Because when you are disciplining them, it's usually not a pleasant experience. It's almost like we go against our instincts because generally speaking, our discipline might not be welcomed by the child. And not only is it not welcome, it creates conflict among us, especially if they don't like it, if they're of age, if they're teenagers, if they're already conflicted as it is, discipline kind of adds that little fuel to the fire sometimes. So by saying, that's what I mean by saying, as parents, in order to discipline, we need to have some sort of maturity. And because our parenting is going to cause some reaction with our children also depends on their personality, their tendencies, but you know it, I know it. When we try to parent our children, we don't always get the response that we want. Like what response do parents want when we discipline them? When we say, hey, can you please make sure to pick up your towels every time? In our mind, what we're wanting is we're wanting them to say, you know what, yeah, I'll be responsible for picking up my towels from the bathroom every time. But in reality, what happens is sometimes they get lippy with us. Sometimes they say yes, but yet they continue doing it. Those are in in normal, regular cases. There's other times where we have intense children, and they meet our attempts to discipline them with hate. Sometimes our children meet our our attempts to discipline with anger. Think about it. As adults, how much do we like to be disciplined by by our our superiors, by our peers? It's not a pleasant experience, and we are grown adults. Now, can you imagine what that experience is like for a child? So needless to say, they they react to our discipline with anger. And... I feel pretty confident about my abilities to stand my ground, but if somebody says, oh, like, I've never been intimidated by my child when they get angry sometimes, I think that, I'm not, I'm not going to say that it's dishonest, but I'm going to say that it's very unlikely because there's something very intimidating about anger in general. And so when that anger comes from our kids, even though we stand our ground and even though we we obviously say, like, this is how it's going to be, even in those instances, anger and hate from our kids is the most intimidating thing because it's not natural. It's like the opposite of what we want our kids to do because we are parenting them not because we hate them. We are parenting them because we love them, but sometimes they respond with hate or anger. And so sometimes they're going to react to that. Some some kids are going to escalate. They're going to say, oh, yeah, 
you're going to discipline me this way. And so they want to get like at the same level and they're going to escalate because they want to get their way. Others will just not listen. And others who are more um, savvy in how to get their way are going to manipulate their way into not allowing you to discipline them. So when I said we need some sort of maturity to be a parent, this is exactly what I mean. What do we deal with as parents when we are disciplining our children? Mind you, these are like, they are a part of us. They are half, 50% us. There is no connection that is closer than, in my opinion, than that of a parent and a child. And obviously, when we're trying to discipline them, we are working from the uh, point of reference from our mind. We are, we, our point of reference is ourselves and how we feel about ourselves. So we filter everything on how we feel about ourselves and the perceptions that we have about our children. A lot of us feel bad for our kids. We feel guilty. And when we try to parent them, that guilt comes out. We have to deal with the feelings of guilt. We have to deal with the feelings of anger, especially if they don't listen. We have to deal with frustration, and we have to deal with sadness sometimes from having to discipline them and how very unpleasant it is to them. Have you heard that? that saying or that adage, I don't exactly know what it is. If this is going to hurt me more than it's going to hurt you. Well, people might think that that's like a load of BS, pardon my French. But in reality, if you've ever parented a child or if you've ever disciplined them and it had like a negative outcome for them, you understand that it hurts. It hurts as a parent to see that your kid didn't get to go to the movies because they were irresponsible with picking up their stuff, right? And so we have to deal with our own feelings when we discipline, especially guilt. Needless to say, parenting is not an easy job. I don't want to sound like my parents, but times are changing. We live in a very different society, and I will tell you that not only are some parents, like, prone to guilt, sometimes I've heard parents that are afraid to discipline their children because they feel like society has taken away that, that sense of that, that right to discipline children. Parenting is not an easy job. I don't think it was for our parents, and it is definitely not easy for us. And it's normal for us to have all these kinds of feelings. However, there are some times when we parent out of one dominant emotion. And we have so many, there is so many array of feelings out there. I don't know if you've ever seen those charts with the little happy faces. And there are dozens of emotions. But Generally, we stay within the same emotion, and we parent with the same emotion. Some parents always discipline out of anger. Some always discipline out of frustration. 
And some parents are always constantly feeling guilty, and it comes up when they discipline their children too. Even though, I don't know if this has been your experience, but sometimes you feel guilty for parenting your kids, even though you did not do anything wrong. And it's a characteristic, I think. Not every parent is like that, but I have known a few, and I have also been in the position where sometimes I do feel guilty about parenting my kids. I do feel guilty that they didn't get to go because I feel like I kept them from something that it was important. Sometimes I feel I felt guilty of, like, laying down the law and saying, no, this is what has to go. I did. I don't think that I am guilt-prone, though. I think that maybe I'm prone to other things, but not to guilt. But I have known some parents that they just can't get over feeling guilty, even though sometimes they didn't do anything. So what are guilt-prone individuals? Guilt-prone individuals are a personality trait, and that person has a predisposition to experience that negative feeling, like, I did something wrong. It's a predisposition to feeling like you it's a personal wrongdoing. Even though sometimes nobody knows like of their actions, they still feel sometimes guilty about them. And usually these parents anticipate feeling bad about what they're going to do. So even though the child was being rude, even though the child was being disrespectful, even though the child is being manipulative, the parent is already feeling bad because they're going to say, oh, if I tell him or her this or tell her that or do this or take this away, she's going to feel bad. She's going to get mad. And so we, they feel like they did something wrong. So definitely a personality trait. As I've shared with you in, in other shows, I worked in the mental health field for several years. I, do, I still do some private consultation. And one thing that comes to mind when I talk about guilt-prone individuals is a case that I had. I changed all the names for confidentiality. But we're going to name her Daniela. So Daniela, let me tell you about Daniela's mother. When Daniela was younger, she and her mom lived with a father who was physically abusive. Even though the father never really hit Daniela, Daniela witnessed the violence against her mother. Luckily, Daniela's mom got out of the relationship when Daniela was a child. Mom gave her a good life. Mom had a good job. Daniela was an only child. She lived well. However, Daniela's father was very inconsistent in coming around, and she knew that her daughter needed her father. So she was always feeling bad, like all parents do. She felt bad when the dad would not show up when he said or would would disappear off the radar for months and she didn't know anything about her dad. He was very inconsistent. And the mom was always parenting out of guilt because she was trying to compensate for situations in their life. This is real talk. Sometimes we've made choices as parents that affected our kids. We've made decisions because maybe at the time, obviously, we didn't know any better or we were in a bad situation or we didn't know what other decision to make. And we made choices that affected our kids. Obviously, 
the mother's choice to be with a biological father resulted in Daniela ex being exposed to violence in her home and also to a dad that was an alcoholic. And mom made herself pay because she would always feel guilty and she was always trying to compensate for the situation that they had lived in their life. Even though it wasn't her fault because she was a victim, and even though Daniela now for years since she was a child had a good life, had an abundant life, that wasn't enough for the mom. The mom still felt guilty. And so what were the results? The results were that Daniela figured out that she could guilt her mother into letting her stay home from school because she, quote, unquote, felt bad. And of course, the mom would feel guilty because she say she would think like, "How am I going to make her go to school if she's not feeling good?" And so Daniela started falling behind in school. Not only that, Daniela got used to getting her way because her mother's guilt drove her style of discipline. And so, as you know, children are very savvy, especially when they see that there is a loophole. Daniela definitely took advantage of that. It quickly escalated to the point where she was falling in, she was falling behind in school, but also she was defying mother's authority. And so maybe our situation is not the same or your situation is not the same because it could be something a lot less minor than having lived with a child in domestic violence situation, but so many issues that parents go through. For example, single parents. We struggle, we have to go to work, we work out of the home, and we, we're always having that feeling where we didn't spend enough time with our kids. And so we let those feelings drive the way we parent them because we have, we have, we do good it's loving action, but with unhealthy intentions. So what ends up happening? What, what, are the uns, what are the messages that we send to our children and to others when we parent out of guilt? So there's a big possibility that if you are a person who is prone to guilt, not only is it gonna be difficult for you to lay down the law with your children, I am assuming that it's also difficult for you to set limits in a relationship because it transfers, our skills transfer, right? Because we're operating from this feeling of I'm doing something wrong because I am saying, because I am disciplining my child when we're not doing anything wrong. It's just uncomfortable for us. It's our own personal feelings of wrongdoing. So messages we send. You know how everybody or not everybody, but most of us complain about the millennials. And one of the things that I have heard about the millennials is that millennials feel like they're entitled to everything. They feel like society owes them something. Well, guess what? We raise those millennials. And when we parent out of guilt, we make our children feel like we owe them something. We are portraying that unspoken message that they are victims. And so we have to treat them with some sort of guilt or pity because something bad happened in their life. And they also become entitled to our generosity. 
So it's not appreciated anymore because they expect it. We set the standard through our actions, and now they feel like they not only do they expect, but they feel like they deserve the actions that we take out of the goodness of their heart. Again, like just unspoken messages. We don't even have to say it. That's what our behavior portrays. We're gonna go we're gonna get into some music, so don't go anywhere. When we come back, we are gonna talk about the effects of parenting or disciplining a child out of guilt. We're gonna talk about some techniques that parents can utilize to deal with this sense of feeling guilty towards our kids. So don't go anywhere. You are listening to Entre Mujeres. This is Evelyn Bernal, and we're going to be right back. Yeah. We have Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, Rosa Parks. They all took a stand for us to unite. You know, it's always going to be a constant fight, so if we just keep an open mind, we can do this together. That's real. Searching for better days, how can you look away? When evil staring you in the face, we need some changes. Still modern day slaves, the racial hatred, it's time to escape. Searching for better days, how can you look away? When evil staring you in the face, we need some changes. Still modern day slaves, the racial hatred, it's time to escape. Man, I'm so sick and tired of being divided. So many police turning their henchmen when they be riding. The less melanin in your skin, I bet it saved your life. A black kid with IT, I bet you pay the price. America, the slaughterhouse, kill you off if you fight. And if they don't take your blood, then they gon' take your rights. We ain't equal counterparts, man, we tolerate it. Zimmerman got up, now we whine on accelerated. They taking us back, back, though it never ended. Supervisors passing out pictures of a man lynching. Like we not offended. I'm in shock, cause my mind blown. Can't contain this hurt, so this my freedom Song. Freedom ain't free and that's word of Martin Luther King On this broken road cause they always trying to clip our wings Justice rarely serves so we never see no peace We just want a piece of the pie, people are starving in these streets Searching for better days, how can you look away When evil staring you in the face We need some changes Still modern day slaves, the racial hatred is time to escape Searching for better days, how can you look away When evil staring you in the face We need some changes Still modern day slaves, the racial hatred, it's time to escape. Can I be a voice for my people? We fall hard so that we could be equal. Most of us stay trapped in the web, the system designed so we won't get ahead. We fit into these boxes alive but we dead. I'm just tired of the sales that's reserved for our kids. We are kings and queens, so let that sink in. They want us to despise the beautiful shades of our skin so that there's no excuse for them killing off our men. And it's a crazy world we live in. Uncle Sam, no stranger to the killing. And since the beginning, racism is the biggest villain. Are you willing to take a stand or fight back? Because it takes more than the saints marching hard in packs. No justice, no peace. A united front starts with them, you and me. And when we together, the community's a beast. So let's all join hands so we can be all we can be. It's legendary. Searching for better days, how can you look away? When evil staring you in the face, we need some changes. Still modern day slaves, the racial hatred, it's time to escape. Searching for better days, how can you look away? When evil staring you in the face, we need some changes. Still modern day slaves, the racial hatred, it's time to escape. Compare ignorance to the voice of Dr. King's deliverance. 
I mean, our people was, was took from Africa, and look at the time they spent. They was getting whipped with chains and plotting on how to run away. I mean, we had whites only and blacks only, and nigger was your name. But back then, they, they fought for unity. They took a stand, they boycotted, they didn't ride that bus. But now, the battle's just for money and fame. And we not realizing that the pain is still all the same. A nigga is just a nigga. We not allowing no real change. And even though we wanted Obama to get us out, the only one we can trust is the one waiting for us beyond the clouds. And that's real. message title of that song was freedom this is evelyn bernard and we are talking about when we parent our children out of guilt so what happens when we talked about the messages we send to our children when we don't when we parent out of guilt what are the effects of a person who disciplines the children our children have you been in that situation have you had a partner that found it difficult to kind of come to terms with his or her own feelings and therefore had a difficult time being assertive and providing healthy discipline to their children it honestly creates a lot of conflict especially when or especially if you are in a relationship where one is the disciplinarian and the other one does not like to be the bad guy for anything. And so in couples, this creates conflict. It creates conflict because one person is always having to be the bad guy and Children don't always gravitate towards the parent that disciplines them the most, and the other person is the good guy. Or have you ever felt infuriated because you felt like your significant other was highly disrespected due to their inability to parent or discipline the child and the reason that they are highly unable to discipline the child is because they feel bad for the child. They don't want to go into the the feelings that we were talking about of feeling guilty or making them mad, et cetera, et cetera. So it it definitely creates a lot of conflict when both people in the relationship are not parenting from the same point of reference or from the same state of mind. The other effect, the other effect is that we are not really, we're not dealing, we're not really dealing with our issues, and it's our responsibility. In Spanish, we have a saying, and that saying goes, they talk about our frustrated dreams, and they say that we, we kind of live our frustrated dreams through our children, so. That's why some of us push them to be like maybe a football player or we push our kids to pursue that career 
Like in my case, I wanted my child to go to law school because that was always my dream. And so we that's called our that's what we call in Spanish our frustrated dreams. Basically, our frustrated dreams in a nutshell are the things that we didn't do we want our kids to do. We put our issues, our unresolved issues and wants and desires, we put them on our kids and we want them for them. The problem is that not only do we put our dreams and hopes on our kids, but we also put our feelings about ourselves on them. What are you talking about, girl? I will explain to you exactly what I'm talking about. When I feel guilty about myself, when when I'm prone to guilt, not and we said being prone to guilt means we have it's a characteristic of feeling feelings of wrongdoing. So it's not necessarily that I did something wrong, but I'm prone to guilt. And so because I never really address my feelings of guilt or where they come from or how they filter through my day-to-day life, then I put those feelings on my kids. And so when it comes down to disciplining my child, I can't because that little nagging voice inside says, poor baby, don't take away her phone. What is she going to, how is she going to talk to her friends or don't say no to going out. She's going to miss out. And, and so we start putting our issues of wrongdoing on our children. And so we incapacitate ourselves of discipline. Discipline is actually doing something good for the child. You are teaching them consequences. And how valuable how valuable is our consequences as far as learning the lessons of life? They are extremely valuable. I think that, that if there is one teaching method where we absolutely learn from our mistakes, even though they have told us 20 times, was from our consequences. But when we are putting our feelings of guilt on our children and not disciplining them because we feel bad and we can't deal with the feelings that come, the uncomfortable feelings that come from disciplining our children, then we are doing them a disservice because they are not getting those valuable lessons that they should learn at home so they don't have to learn them when they are adults. One big trend that I see in general with adulthood and human beings in general is we always avoid suffering. We try avoiding suffering as much and as possible as we can. The rea- and sometimes we get into like funky behaviors because we don't want to suffer. We don't discipline our kids because we don't want to suffer their rejection And we don't want to suffer through sometimes the anger that's going to come from them having to do something that is is good for them, right? But I heard something one day that I think it's safe to say that it will always stay with me. Suffering is a part of life. Think about it, especially in adult life. We lose. Life is so unpredictable. You can have the best, most awesome life, but yet it is guaranteed that at some point in our lives we're going to suffer. 
why are we going to suffer? Well, we're going to suffer because we are going to we are going to lose our parents at some point in time. Our babies are going to grow up and we're going to lose our babies and they're going to go and make a life of their own and leave the safety of the nest. We are going to use our our youthfulness. And guess what? Suffering is part of everyday life. But what makes human beings so resilient is that we learn to adapt to suffering. We are extremely resilient individuals that even when there are individuals that have gone through difficult times, guess what? They find a way to get through them because we are resilient. And so we want, we want to avoid, we want to spare our children from feeling uncomfortable because we feel bad over having to discipline them. Just think of all the lessons that you are depriving them from. What I, what, what I have noticed don't quote me on this. This is personal. This is just personal experience. As you know, personal experience does not always equate to reality in spite of what some people think. But this is just an observation of mine. I've noticed how, how, how much more prominent suicide among teenagers is. I don't know if I shared this with you in past shows, but I was employed, one of my primary functions in the mental health field was to respond to crisis incidents. And not all of them, but most of the the crisis incidents involved teenagers. Sometimes they were depressed, sometimes trying to overdose, et cetera, et cetera. And what I realized is that a lot of these teenagers didn't have the ability to cope with the stressors in their life, like when they were already seniors, like some had overdosed because they broke up with a girlfriend. And what is this? This is the complete inability to deal with situations that you and I had to deal with and nobody buffered them for us. I'm not saying let your child, put your child in in harm's way so they will learn, but what I am saying is when we discipline our kids, when we deal with our issues of guilt and when we actually discipline our kids, we are helping them to develop coping skills to deal with the uncomfortableness of not, ha- not being able to go to that movie because they didn't listen. They're having to, they're developing respect for authority when we say, I am the parent in this house. And these are the rules, and this is what goes, obviously, within limits, right? I'm not talking about controlling abusive, rigid parents. I am just talking about plain, healthy discipline. So they're not able to develop all these coping skills because we protect them by not disciplining them. But what are we protecting them from? We are protecting them from developing coping skills that are going to be extremely necessary in their life. All because it's been difficult for us to be introspective, to sit down and say, okay, 
let's say, is this my issue or is this, is this my issue? And if so, how am I going to fix it? How am I going to get over the fear and the guilt of having to discipline this child? Because we are not doing them any favors. We are not. We're not doing them any favors by feeling bad for them and feeling like we are doing something bad for them because we discipline them. No, not at all. That's, that's our own issue. And it's important that we own up to it because that acceptance is the only way, is always the first step towards mending our behavior that isn't useful. Acceptance is always the first step. We discussed earlier the, uh, the case of Daniela and how the mom was constantly overcompensating. Have you seen parents that that do good things for their kids with, with unhealthy motivation? So one of them is overcompensation. We feel bad because somehow we feel like maybe our kid, because of our life or because of the situation, we feel like our kid got the short end of the stick, so we're constantly wanting to to overcompensate, and so we don't we don't really enforce the necessary rules to run a healthy household. We don't necessarily be, um, insist on them being respectful to us because we are we are their parents. And so we try to overcompensate again because we're putting our own feelings. We are going to break. We're going to go into a, a music break. We're almost through the show. Last part of the show, what I'm going to talk about is what are three things that kids need from parents and what are three things that we can do to start getting over our own feelings of guilt and start providing this very much parenting and discipline to our children. Stay with me. We'll be right back. Superstar paparazzi starts rocking. As the beat starts knocking, Shorty hits the dance floor, ass start dropping. She's truly independent. She's grinding and she's winning. The other girls pretending, not stopping till she finishes.
enters Everyone's attention, she is the center Fellas double take when they see her Watch her transform as the beat hits the speaker Shawty ain't no average chick Unless you coming with those fans So she's not having it No Everybody in the club talking still Some thick ties in the ass Rick Flair Please remind them as you walking over here Just pop it and lock it then drop it Don't stop it You the hot topic They know you got options They jealous and toxic They harmless no caution Just do it Don't do it Do it Clap for me mommy Clap clap for me mommy Make it boom back Boom back for me mommy Frame on time Our glass type of body With an apple bottom She don't need jeans for it only Shake what your mama gave you Shake shake Take it all for me make good Take take Look at they faces The wrinkles They stress and rebellious No they jealous But it's so mad Welcome back to Entre Mujeres Between Women. We are wrapping up our show. Three things to tell yourself when it comes to discipline your child. Number one, it's okay if your child doesn't like you. Think about how many times we highly, highly disliked our parents. How many times did we even, maybe even thought of how much we hated our parents because they made us miserable by laying down the law. But guess what? Do you still hate your parents? Well, in general, most of us got over the phase of hating our parents. And in general, most of us can now say that thanks to our parents, we are the children, we are the people that we are today. It's okay if your child doesn't like you. Tell yourself, it's okay if my child doesn't like me. This too shall pass. And always remind yourself that your child has many, probably has many friends. You don't need another one. What a child needs is a child needs a parent. Tell yourself this. It's okay if my child doesn't like me when I discipline them. My child has a lot of friends. They don't need another friend. They need another parent. And also tell yourself, guilt is not a good place from where to discipline my child. 
remind yourself of those things, especially when you start feeling that nagging thought, that nagging feeling that you are doing something wrong because you are parenting your child. So now the one, the, the million dollar question. In this field, I have noticed that people like advice. Individuals want you to tell them what to do even though 90% of the time they don't do it. So I, this is not advice. These are strategies that you can implement to help yourself parent from a healthier perspective. And also to help you address those feelings of guilt, like what is it about? What is it about? What is it about your formation experiences that make you feel like you are doing something wrong even when you didn't? What is it? Where did it come from? And how is it affecting you now? What a child needs is safety, consistency, and they need a parent. Safety means that it is our responsibility to make sure that they are out of harm's way. When we have 14-year-olds going out with 18-year-olds with a parent that doesn't say anything because they feel bad over inconveniencing the child, then I'm sorry, but that is not that is not providing safety for our child. Even though there are some children that look like they are already in their in their 18th, 19th birthday, and they are like 13 or 14, it doesn't matter. Your body mass does not equal developmentally where you are in your brain as a child. So if you are failing to provide basic rules for the child precisely because of the guilt, then you are fa we are failing as parents to keep our children safe. And children need safety. That is why they need reasonable time to come home so they are not roaming out at night because this is when most criminal activity happens. This is when they are more at risk, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And also, children need consistency. So if we provide children safety, if we provide children consistency, which means I will parent you the same way, even when I'm angry, even when I'm feeling guilty, even when I'm frustrated, even when I'm infuriated, the rules in this home as a parent still apply. It doesn't matter how manipulative a child is. It doesn't matter what, like, how, what a bad day you had. Rules should be across the board and they should be consistent because just like guilt sends a message, consistency sends a message to that. No matter what happens, no matter how much they dislike it, it's going to be the same. So it gives children a sense of security because their home environment is more consistent. They know what to expect. And also, children need acceptance. And so as parents, instead of providing them with maybe our pity, our guilt, our feeling bad, let's stand up, be assertive in our parenting, and, uh, and accept our kids. It's going to make them stronger, healthier individuals if we show acceptance over guilt, over pity. Regarding, regarding this feeling prone to guilt, this is a lot I'm going to say. If you are one of those individuals who are prone to guilt, talk to your friend. Talk to a friend about it. Tell them about 
why it's difficult for you to, to lay down the law, why it's difficult for you to, to say the things that are bothering you, or why is it difficult for you to set consequences for your children and where that guilt comes from if you have a confidant. And also listen and get some feedback. I want to recommend a, one of the readings for our graduate school. Loved it, loved it, highly recommend it. It is Parenting the Strong-Willed Child, whole program on helping parents, how to parent children that don't necessarily, are not necessarily like docile, the passive type. These are strong-willed children. I highly recommend that book. And obviously, if you feel like it's this, this being prone to guilt needs more than talking to a friend, Look for a professional in your area. If you have an insurance card, if you have an insurance provider, some employers provide employee assistance programs, and you can get those numbers like from HR. They're on the back of your insurance card. Or also on the insurance card, you should be able to see what counselors, therapists, life coach are in your area. I want to remind you, a lot of information. The great thing is that you can always go back. We are now on Spotify. We are on Blog Talk, and we are on YouTube. So if you feel like you want to go back and listen to the show, definitely, definitely hit us up. I also want you to WXP is on Instagram, and the Eon Experience is on Facebook. But I also want to invite you to check out my page. My name is Evelyn Bernal. I am a life coach and I've been providing counseling services in the counseling field for 16 years. I definitely want to hear from you. You can find me on Facebook and Instagram as Evelyn Bernal Life Coach. Just remember that every Thursday at 5 p.m. we are talking about real life issues. This is real talk on conflict that conflicts that women go through. I would love to hear from you. I, it's a pleasure to be able to share these topics with you every week. Just remember, next Thursday, 5 p.m., we're going to finish up with a song. And just remember that you are listening to Evelyn Bernal, and this was your show, Entre Mujeres. Legendary. Stay focused. I'm counting these blessings. That I cannot help it. I'm dripping finesse. Gotta stay focused. I'm counting these blessings. That I cannot help it. I'm dripping finesse. You feeling my vibe? Yeah. I cannot help that I'm fly. Nah. You catch the way that I ride. Yeah. I cannot tell you no lies. Spiritual cleansing inside, I live on a natural high, I never will swallow my pride, I think it's because what I've been through, they told me these things that I can't do, but you see me coming, got open doors like it's nothing, a fist on the drinks, now I'm popping, my music is bumping, I'm jumping, I feel like nothing can stop me, I know how it feels, barely getting by, this is my reason why, stay focused, I'm counting these blessings Am I cannot help it I'm dripping finesse Gotta stay focused I'm counting these blessings Am I 
Dripping finesse. 